Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. All right, everybody, let's get started. It's called Death Tourism. Yes. In Oregon, um, we have decided that you can come to Oregon from any place around the world. Any, you know, some of these illegal aliens that that want to use the death with dignity law. You can come to Oregon. I, I'm not saying that's why they come to America. I'm just being facetious here. Oregon ends its residency rule for medically assisted suicide. Advocates say they plan to use the decision to pass other states with medically assisted suicide laws to drop their residency requirements as well. Is this a law? No. It's a settlement. Because a federal lawsuit was filed saying it's unconstitutional. Really. So... There's a companion story. You might find this interesting. Because there's a parallel, don't you think? No. What parallel would I be talking about here on Political Coffee, the show that encourages you to use the political issues of the day in a manner that allows you to change your world? And you do that by having persuasive conversations with people in your world that are persuadable. So... Here's the analogy. Kate Brown and the Democrats pass an extra $15 million in the budget to pay for out-of-state women who want to come to Oregon to have abortions. All in a response to the law that just was signed into law by (coughs) somewhat rhino governor Brad Little of Idaho. I say somewhat because he's a mixture of conservatism and rhinoism. So if in fact that the U.S. Supreme Court rules, and we'll know in a couple of months, that there is no inherent right within the U.S. Constitution for a woman to kill her baby in the womb, which is what abortion is, folks. There is no inherent right, no constitutional right to do that. If the Supreme Court rules that way and they rule, and it is likely from everything that I have heard, that this is a state's rights issue. So if it's unconstitutional for Oregon to have a law based on federal law or the Constitution, rather, not federal law, the Constitution, For Oregon to have a residency requirement for you to come to Oregon and get, well, death tourism, to kill yourself using Oregon's law when you can't do it in your home state, would it be unconstitutional then for Oregon 
to offer abortion services to someone, say, coming from Idaho. Aren't they kind of the same thing? Think about it for a moment. I think they are. Some uh, campaign news, and we'll get into all of this, 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line, 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. By the way, do you care that Will Smith apologized finally to Chris Rock? I don't. Not at all. Not in any way. Timber Unity is hosting a governor's debate April 7th. And then Stan Polian is launching the Fund the Police campaign. I like it. It's good. Also got an email from a state employee who shall never be named, and I'll get to that in a moment, but let's get right to the phones. We'll take our first phone call of the day. Caller, good morning. Who are you, and what do you have to say? Oh, you know who this is, Black Redneck. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I love Black Rednecks. There you go, brother, man. Let's talk about a couple of things here. First of all, I'd like to say in Polk County that... uh, as you know, I'm in the alternate position of a chairman. And along with my f- team and my chairman, we went weekend for last and knocked on some doors in the west side of the county. And uh, the things that we talked about over the years, parental rights, not not government or schools, telling them what they can raise their kids with the CRT and other crap, and the uh, law enforcement, law and order, and government's stop throwing extra garbage or with these extra carbon taxes and everything, those are winning issues. Second yes. thing, out of yes. the thirty out of the fifty four doors you knocked in in less than three and a half hours with two groups of us, about five total. And this is in Polk County. We also found night we got twenty responses. One person unfortunately was frustrated because he said the Republican Party don't stand for nothing. And that hurt me. And I tried to talk to the guy, and we talked privately. And the thing is, the consensus is when I'm trying to tell people, you just can't go through and think just campaign season, that's the only time we reach out to them or we have special events. Sometimes you got to go out to reach out to them directly. There's a guy that was one person was too scared to go to the house because of the fear mongering of the Fauci, Fauci Wuhan virus. And we got to, and he opened up. And then I found one other thing: six people that I've had that was registered Republicans out of the ni- out of the nineteen others. They had somebody, somebody at the state level, either where they changed a vehicle and they went up, never said they never changed their affiliation, and then when they went online, seeing that there was NAV, we got some issues. But the overall point, what I'm trying to make is, if my county, Yamhill, Coos, and Curry County is on the ground. What's the heck's up with my bigger counties? And, you know, and then you got counties that I would say uh, that has a lot of Republicans, but they don't want to get no PCPs working to help do the work and be a servant to our party and inform what, our members in our party what, and get any leads together. Ronnie, you're, to you're saying a, that you have some counties that don't want PCPs to be out there working? 
I mean, that that's yes. strange to me. But I mean, that that's your sense of it, or do you have proof of that? That's my sense of it. I can say this. Here's a good okay. example. I'll take the 2010 to 2020, as of uh, five weeks ago this past Monday, Benton County. We know we have people of good places. Okay, how in the hell do you go from 34% and 17,000 Republicans down to 12,389? What it tells me in that county, or if you're in counties east of the Cascades, that has two to one Republicans, but nobody in the... Uh, PCPs to help reach out. It tells me people want to sit for power, notoriety and stuff. I am getting tired of these outside carpetbaggers that want to leave me in the swamps and the, with the water mobs and the rattlesnakes and the sloths. But they want to dictate what goes on in the state. And yet, they ain't put a damn piece of skin in the game. And you know how much I travel around and how I've done throughout the state over the last, since Leroy Finnegan in 2015. And the thing, the main point is what I'm trying to say is we have a great chance to win if people will just stop dividing and gnawing and gnashing because the biggest thing that was pointed out from last weekend is the main thing that the problem is the Republican Party as a state, the ORP, all the way down to the common folks like ourselves, we got a bad label. I'm doing the best I can and others in other counties are doing it. But who wants to see a website that says donate, no mention, no uh, contract with Oregonian plan, but we want to push candidates one side or the other and not deal with the people themselves. That's the biggest complaint I have about the whole situation right now. And like You're I right. said, I'm bringing I mean, out the we... bear claw of the Lord, and I'm going to do what the Lord asks. Because I'm not just only a patriot or a veteran or even a team roper. Well, even a person that enjoys agriculture sent as a beekeeper for almost 40 years. I'm an American that's going to try to do what I can and do what is right. And I'm going to serve one master. His name is Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Amen. You cannot have Amen a country. You cannot have a country like ours. Be blessed if you try to serve other masters for greed, envy, notoriety, fame, or power. All those are tools of the devil when used wrong. That's all I have That's to say, right. my brother. Is, but keep your chin up. That's a very important point. And it gets all back to my point about motivations, why people are running for office. Ronnie, thank you very much. It's, do you want to serve people, or are you doing it for your own selfish reasons? Oh, I'm doing it because I have godchildren. I have people I know from Roping World, Rodeo World, the young youth from the Croc Center. I want them to see that their voice is important, but without history empowerment, rugged individualism, and humility. You don't have a country. That's exactly right. Thanks, Ronnie. Got to let you go. I need to God bless you, brother. Got an uh, email from a state employee who shall never be named. Other candidates we need to hear from. He says, hi, Jeff. I may have missed it, but it would be helpful if some of your to get your evaluation on the candidates running for Salem mayor, who's the most conservative common sense candidate running and judge vance day is running for oregon court of appeals position three as you know he's a conservative jurist who's unfairly treated by the marxist who wanted to get rid of a christian voice in the courts please have judge day on the program if possible uh, i actually will do that 
And uh, this, the Salem mayor candidate, I'm unaware of who that is. If someone can send me uh, that information, would love to have them on the show. Mo said, it sure sounds like you're endorsing Mark Thielman. Mo, go back and listen where I explicitly said, I'm not endorsing Mark Thielman. And I'm not endorsing the breaking of rules. Now, there is a limit to what those rules should be in candidate forums. And I'm going to tell you, when you forbid clapping, that's unconstitutional. It may be a private meeting, but the idea that you're going to put the sick, the cops, to pull an elderly woman out of, folks, she's, Mo, she's caught on video saying this. You can't defend that. That's not right. What Mark Thielman was saying about how to appeal to Democrats and independent voters is the right thing to say. That's all I was saying. Just like it's no more different than the story here about Stan Pulliam launching the Fund the Police campaign. He did it in a creative way. He's got a big sign. He's driving around town. It's a moving billboard, and it says Fund the Police. He held a press conference. And it's the smart thing to do. That message resonates. I'm not endorsing him either. Yes, I know all about off against him for sexual I also all about the Facebook video. All of that stuff, yes, you are right, Mo, would be used against him by the Democrats. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-two minutes past the top of the hour. Want to remind? By the way, Mo, I'm not dinging on you. I know you're a big fan and supporter of Kerry McQuiston, and that's fine. I think Kerry would be a fine conservative governor of the state. And if she is the nominee, I'll vote for her because she's a conservative. She isn't the one who made the decision. It was her mother, who's the Baker County GOP chair. She's the one who made the decision to have the cops drag people out of that meeting. So I'm not dinging on you, Mo. Not dinging on Carrie's mother. I don't think it was the right thing to do. Any more than I think Will Smith should have slapped Chris Rice. Barack, not Rice. Love you, Mo. And I appreciate you listening to the show. And I appreciate your interaction. And you are right. So also was Dwight who sent me an email about Oregon having (laughs) the fourth 
highest gas prices in the nation. Now, guess who's the highest? California, or as Arnold used to say, California, Nevada, and Hawaii. I can see California just because of their crazy left-wing ideas that have artificially increased the price of fuel beyond what it is in other states. By the way, which we've adopted too, and we will have those same high prices. Prediction to you. Hawaii, I get that. You got to barge all that fuel refined to Hawaii. Nevada? That I don't understand. At any rate, thanks, Joe Biden. Yep, thank you. There is some good news, and I'm going to share this with you, too. It is a powerful win for not just conservatives, but for faith. And I'll share that with you in just a moment. A win in the courts, by the way. And it's not hard to figure out. And this is why you go to federal court. You don't go to state court. At any rate, freedom, heating, and air is this great, great company that has been in the business of making your life better. It's been in that business for over 40 years, well over 40 years. And it's coming up on 50 years here in the Mid-Valley area. And I got to tell you, if you're not comfortable in your home or you have a business and the HVAC system is not working right and your customers are not comfortable, that costs you money. If you're unhappy at home, that's going to cost you a lot, too. So let's just give them a call. Call Freedom Heating and Air. They'll come out, assess what's going on, get a fix for you right away. That's what they do best. 503-580-1456. 580-1456. Or check them out on the web, freedomheatingandair.net. This is the Oregon Faith Report. You can find this on OregonWatchdog.com. From the Pacific Justice Institute, as a great lawyer, Ray Hackey here in Salem. After four years, they've won their hard-fought battle to enable a small rural church in Southern Oregon to establish living quarters for its pastor inside the house of worship. On January 28th, the Oregon Federal Court approved a settlement between the Coles Valley Church and the state of Oregon. In the settlement agreement, the state acknowledged that refusing to permit the church to convert one room inside its house of worship into an apartment-style parsonage for its pastor substantially burdened the church for exercise of religion in violation of the Federal Religious Land Use and Institutionalized Persons Act. It's a long one. So federal law. Pastor James Matthew Royston and his wife can now legally live on the church property and fulfill his calling. All right. Ray Hackey's quoted here. The case has always been about connection. CVC, that's the church, and Pastor Matt both believe that to connect with the community he's been called to serve, a pastor must live in that community, unfortunately, because there isn't much housing in Umpqua. This is down by Roseburg. 
Establishing a parsonage inside the church was really the only option. And the two closest towns, Sutherland and Roseburg, were at least 10 miles away. This fight started in 2018, folks, because the, well, the neighbors was a vineyard. They didn't like it. And they opposed Douglas County's decision to allow the church to remodel. Luba, Land Use Board of Appeals here in Oregon, another unnecessary government bureaucracy that diminishes our constitutional land rights, agreed with the vineyard owners and against the church. They overturned the county's decision. PJI, Pacific Justice who sought an administrative relief and went through Oregon's appellate courts. They refused to overturn Luba's unlawful decision. Then PJI took it to federal court. Because it's a violation of a federal law. Now, the reason that I share this with you, because I think this is groundbreaking for the future. For how churches all across the United States are often unfairly discriminated by government bureaucracies using so-called zoning law. Oregon's land use law, unique in the nation, is one of them. Kudos, this is a win. 629, back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-four minutes for the top of the hour. By the way, uh, speaking of Oregon governor's candidates, tomorrow we will have an interview with Jessica Gomez. She is from you know the Medford area. She's running for governor. And we'll uh, we'll carry that interview as we normally do at the bottom of the six o'clock hour, which is the only hour we broadcast, of course. So uh, at six thirty, when we come back from break, like right now, we will talk with Jessica Gomez tomorrow. Uh, by the way, Corby sends me an email, and if you want to send me an email, it's Jeff at twelve twenty dot am or Jeff at kslm dot news. He writes, assisted suicide. What is so different about that from the hospitals, doctors and nurses committing mass murder through this pandemic? Well, um, the difference is, is, at least in my mind, believe me, I'm, I think the medical community has been entirely wrong about all of this, about the treatment methods, ventilators, all of it, been horribly wrong. The difference is they think they're doing the right thing to save lives. And the person who travels to Oregon for death tourism 
since in a settlement to a federal lawsuit is unconstitutional, which is what I opened the show with if you're just joining us, the state of Oregon no longer says you have to be a resident of Oregon to come here and kill yourself using death with dignity. So the difference is the doctors and nurses think they are doing things to save lives. The person coming to Oregon to kill themselves thinks they are doing the right thing to end their life. That's the difference. It ain't much, is it? Either way, people are dying. It's an interesting question, Corby. Thanks for asking it. Lee writes an email about ban the businesses that stood against the pastor living in the church. Yeah. That vineyard, word should just go out. Even though you forgive them, and that's the right thing to do, right? As people of faith, we forgive businesses like that. You forgive them, but it doesn't mean you don't have to, it doesn't mean you, you do business with them. It doesn't mean you reward them for having the wrong attitudes. Don't you think? I do. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails again to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. By the way, Dwight sends me an email about Biden's budget. 16% more spending on IRS agents. 4% more spending on defense. Inflation is at 8%. What does that tell you? Well, it tells you where Biden's priorities are. Of course, he'll say it's going after the rich, you know, that never pay their fair share. Because, you know, 50% of your profit is not your fair share, is it? Because if you're in Oregon, that's what you end up paying. And Biden wants to make that even higher. So you got to have 16% more spending on IRS agents. The inflation rate's 8%, but they're only going to get 4% more spending for the DOD, the Department of Defense. That's from Dwight number one, by the way. Yeah, that's where the priorities are. Fight for roofing can make your priority to keep, you like the way I did that? Keep your home dry. They can make that an easy, easy reality for you. And they do that by all the great services that they offer you. Like cleaning your roof to make sure it doesn't start leaking. Putting up gutter systems, cleaning your gutter systems. Roof repair. If you do have a leak, they can come up and fix it. Roof replacement. Full roof replacement and cleaning up. And then, of course, RoofMax, this great product that you hear me talk about that is soybean-based. It's all natural, good for the environment. It is sprayed on your asphalt shingle roof, and it gives it new life. In fact, there's a great video you can watch about it and all its benefits for you. Plus the fact that it's... (laughs) a fraction of the cost of what you will spend for a new roof. So if you're not ready for a new roof, you can extend the life of your roof. 
with Roof Max. And you can only get it from Pfeiffer Roofing. Go to their website to watch the video. PfeifferRoofing.com. It's P-F-E-I-F-E-R. Roofing.com. Or just call them. They'll come out and give you a free estimate for whatever your need might be. 503-647-4725. 647-4725. A couple of other worth worthy of noting things. Uh, I will have the aforementioned lawsuit by, it's a story in the Corvallis Gazette Times about Mark Thielman, Republican candidate for governor, being sued by the Alcia Elementary School principal, Shannon Reich, for him creating a hostile work environment, sexual harassment, gender discrimination, whistleblower retaliation. And she, by the way, Thielman accuses her of being a serial complainant. So there's, in fact, she had a complaint filed against her for creating a hostile work environment. Uh, no doubt, Mo is correct. This will be used against Mark Thielman should he be able to capture the Republican nomination for governor. And it doesn't matter whether it's true or not. Just the accusation is enough, isn't it? Also, a federal judge rules as an AP story that Donald Trump likely committed crimes. That's the headline. In an attempt to overturn the 2020 election. A federal judge in California. And it is likely um, that this is not a Trump appointee. (laughs) Oh, my. Anyway. They're trying to go around attorney-client privilege again uh, is what this story is about. But it's stunning that they would say he likely committed a federal crime. This is insanity, folks. Utter insanity. And frankly, it needs to go in front of the U.S. Supreme Court. By the way, speaking of Donald Trump, story in the Gateway Pundit about he hits a hole-in-one on a Florida golf course good for him there's a new interesting study by the way that also a gateway pundit story that shows chemicals found in green leafy vegetables can slow the spread and treat illnesses caused by COVID-19 and other common cold viruses speaking of viruses The Russian foreign ministry releases the alleged bio-Biden timeline of U.S. bio-research in Ukraine. There's a story out there, and somebody sent it to me, I forget who it was, that uh, this whole bio-weapons lab's research in the Ukraine was Barack Obama's idea, and Hunter Biden was brought in to make it all happen. There you go. You know, it's who knows if it's true or not, folks. And by the way, Ukraine is not without its um, hands being dirty here as a government. I just watched an interview with Poroshenko, former president, extremely corrupt. He's back in the Ukraine. Folks, I'm telling you. A lot of bad things were happening in the Ukraine. And Joe Biden and Barack Obama and the CIA are all part of it. 
including the Ukraines, killing their own people. Now, none of that justifies what Russia is doing to Ukraine right now. And I still stand on the side of Ukraine, but they don't have clean hands here. You need to know that. And there's a ton of evidence. Let's go to the phones. We'll start first with Rebecca and probably have to hold Rich over the uh, over the break. Rebecca, let's go. Okay. Um, just in comments of what you just said, I have a son-in-law who told me that he thinks that Russia is a great place to move to, and he's looking at farmland over there. And he wants to go there so that he can have... Um, rights and liberties that he doesn't have here. <laughs> I I had a long conversation with him and I don't know that I changed his mind at all, but I just people are so misinformed. How how he, old is he? Um he's probably about thirty five. So wow, that's stunning. Isn't it stunning? I mean it's it's incredible the level of uh, propaganda that has produced a generation that doesn't know what communism is. Anyway, um, the reason I called is because of the land thing that you talked about with the pastor and yes, getting church. to live in the church. And um, it's wonderful that that got one, but the, the um, there's many businesses that are being driven out by neighbors, just like this exact, exact same scenario. Businesses that are profitable businesses out in the countryside, and then the neighbors use the land use laws to drive them out of business. You're right, and that happens. It's sad, Rebecca, but you're 100% correct. Back in a moment with Rich and then Gail. One more segment to go. Don't go away. 648. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Let's go to Rich right away. As promised, Rich, good morning. What do you have to say today? Good morning. A uh, couple quick things. The CDC is going to do whatever it takes to stay in their political power. And so to expect them to come out with all the honesty they should, I think we're reaching. Also, uh, I believe it was in uh, Reagan got elected. There was a gentleman that is about to, was at the same time, at the same level as uh, James Carville. And I think his name was Beckel or Ben. But he actually started calling the Electoral College people and it we're trying to talk them into changing their vote. Now, that, to me, would be election tampering. So if they try to go after Trump for likely felony, this guy ought to be in jail if he's still alive. <laughs> no, I'll, he, he just passed away. Bob Beckel is who you're talking about. Uh, longtime Democrat operative. Um, yeah. 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 You know, yeah. Now, Bob just passed away recently. So he's but your point is well taken. In terms of tampering with with votes, I mean, I <clears throat> this is the insanity that Republicans have bought into. Now, the Republicans 
that have bought into this insanity, Rich, as you know, are people who hate America first. Right. That's why they well, hate Trump. He threatens their power. Yeah, the the other thing I have for you, I don't know if you're interested, but I'll tell it to you real quick. There's a guy named James Yeager who has gone to Ukraine as a trainer. And he's bringing some stuff up on his channel about what's going on over there. And so that's a uh, real honest person that's out there doing something that's uh, bringing stuff up on YouTube. So, yeah, you know, this is this is there's something going on over there that the American media is not showing us. And it is coming out because there is an Internet backbone that remains active there. And people are there and they're doing videos and they're having live interviews and they're showing actual video of what's happening. And again, I as much as I stand with Ukraine against this unjustified invasion by Russia. Ukraine's hands are not clean here. They're plenty dirty. Well, this whole attack... He's dealing, with, he's dealing with the people themselves. He's not dealing with the upper echelon and their problem. And it's quite right. interesting to see the positive attitude that he's getting from the standard what a citizen in Ukraine. You know, i got to tell you, and I'll, I'll let you go, friend, uh, because I want to move on to Gail here in a moment, but i got to tell you, I agree. It is possible... It is possible for Ukraine to actually defend themselves successfully and actually win this thing. Now, winning is defined as a number of things, but I think it's very possible. So also is for you to enjoy natural pain relief without drugs, well, pharmaceutical drugs. Talking about CBD products, you know that I grew CBD as a farmer. And I sold it to this Salem-based company that I believe is the best company in this state for, well, in the whole country, world for that matter, to deliver extremely high-quality CBD products that are all natural and don't cause you all kinds of other side effects. Check it out. It's ProBioscience is the name of the company. They use only Oregon-grown CBD. Check them out at pro-bioscience.com. Pro the dash mark bioscience.com. And if you buy anything from them during the month of March, use the discount code, the word spring and get 15% off <clears throat> pro dot dash bioscience.com. Let's go to Gail. Gail. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for um, listening to all the, the candidates. Um, I want to be careful here because I was not at the GOP meeting. So if I get this wrong, and I don't want to because I don't want to throw the feathers out there and not be able to pull them back. Anyway, um, at the meeting, at the GOP meeting a couple of weeks ago, Beth and Ed, it was, they were voted on in House District 17, and they could not. Um, is it endorsed or, or be the nominee? They could not pick a nominee because um, no one got two thirds. But Beth did win that, but she couldn't be the nominee because she did not get two thirds of the vote. And so, that being said, 
you know, we're, we're, Rick and I are still helping her, and we have yard signs if anybody would like them. I don't know if I give you my email or what I do um, to get the word out or to get to people mine. My information so they can have a yard sign. <coughs> Excuse me. I, I'll tell you what. If any of you are interested in obtaining a yard sign for Beth Jones running again, um, in the in my old legislative seat, which has changed some, but if you're interested, shoot me an email, and I'll forward it on to Gail, and you uh, can connect up. Is that all right, Gail? That's wonderful. Yes, thank you. <clears throat> okay, thank you. Wonderful to hear your voice again, Gail. Thank um, you, Jeff. In a moment, we'll go to our friend Art and kind of conclude the show here for today. Folks, I also want to remind you that Eric Azer and Righteous Renovations is absolutely a contractor that you can trust. Come into your home and do projects and get them done the right way and not make a mess of it and make it an unpleasant experience. Go to his website, RighteousRenovations.com. Look at some of the great before and after photos of projects they've done just like that. But even more importantly, read the very satisfied customer comments. Righteous Renovations. Dot com. Let's go to Art. Art, good morning. Morning, Jeff. Uh, I just wanted to say, let's all remember that all of the candidates have their positive things and, and maybe negative things. I mean, they're human beings. There are definitely good candidates out there. And you're right, Jeff. Uh, let's, uh, uh, I'll look at the whole picture and make our individual decisions on who we think will do the best job. Um, and, and not beat the hell out of each other. Just like that situation that happened over at that debate, you know, my daughter's running, so I'm not going to let anything happen to influence because maybe there's more people who support another candidate. Um, you know, and there are, I, I listened to Stan talk on Lars show the other day yeah, and, and I liked the things he had to say. Sure. Uh, and, and let's just all remember, uh, that we as a group, together are going to affect positive changes and it's very important jeff i i just wanted to comment on that and thank you i appreciate uh, i i respect you for how you handled that situation earlier jeff because people get defensive uh when they actually shouldn't Absolutely. Thanks, Art. God bless, I appreciate Jeff. It. And I Have appreciate a great each day, and every one of you, even those of you who sometimes disagree. Be blessed anyway. I'll be back tomorrow, and I hope you will be too. Make it.